Blog Talk Radio. What's up? It's Green Living Guy. It's been such a minute since I've had this Blog Talk Radio show, but I I had to turn it back on after being able to get this interview. Oh my gosh. I have been such a fan since since the since since this woman started hitting hitting the magazines with her beautiful looks. Oh my god. And now I have the the pleasure of introducing, and I only need to say four letters, ladies and gentlemen, M, Supermodel M, on the radio Hello. with Green Living Guy. <laughs> How are you? I'm so glad to, to meet you, Seth. This is, uh, yeah. you know, Green Living Guy. I love what you're, you're all about with all the cars that I see on your feed. And, oh, yeah. um, I, and your passion for sustainability, which is great. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, and oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, M is a car lover. <laughs> M is a car lover. M is a car lover. So I'm going to announce right now that that Mercedes C-Class that I drove was unbelievable, seamless. I mean, it, you probably have driven Mercedes before. It's like on rails. Yeah. Like it's on well, rails. It's just. I I was like we've got to try and get into one of those because um I love Mercedes and yeah. the drive is just sick. But so yeah. you had that car for a little bit and I was not able to join you. But um, no, how, next how time, ladies and gentlemen, go? we're going to go video. <laughs> next time we're going video with them in the car. It's happening. It will happen. You will see it on on screen. But um it got like on the road. It was getting. 40 miles to the gallon, just like really? regular driving, regular driving. And this is an echo mode, echo mode. And then if, as you continue to drive on the highway, it just, the, the, the fuel economy just kept going up. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's really something. That really, really is. That's great. So how long have they had the car? This is, a, this is their 2019 this is a brand oh, okay. new car, so it it take was. Take a price. Take a price. What is it? Um, it was in the '60s, I believe, because it was mm-hmm. fully loaded with those uh, beautiful AMG tires. So they they gave me like a C class with with the AMG uh, package on top of it. Very nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very Was there any self-driving um, attributes? Not you know, there's no car that actually drives on its own. But did you? No. Are there any bells and whistles with that in this car? There's so many sensors and and safety components to this thing that uh, it, it 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 just tells you when to go, when to stop, like be careful, you know. I mean, it's got like all these sensors around it. You literally are in a guarded security fortress as you're in this thing and it like kind of takes you wherever you need to go because like every you know it'll say stop or it will be like it'll it'll just say something's coming up or it's it's got all those bells and whistles that you you feel yeah and it was such a pleasure to drive i can't wait till it goes all electric that's just me but my god it's yes. Not a bad start. Not a bad start. Not at all. 2019. So wait, when did you uh, when did you get involved with sustainability? And when were you involved in cars for a very long time, or did you make a switch over to sustainable cars? When did that all happen? How and this why? Is a great, 
This is a great question. So, okay, so um, I, when I worked for the state of New York, when I first got my first gig, I wanted to do solar. I was like all into solar. And they put me into alternative fuel vehicles, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I started realizing transportation is uh, the majority of how we use oil in this country. And uh, if we went electric, it would be zero emissions, and the cleaner the grid is, the cleaner the cars are. So since about 98, 99, I've had a, an affinity for electric cars, especially after I got myself seated in the, uh, the original General Motors EV1, which was the fastest thing back then. It was like mm. using all the old Tesla technology before they just upgraded themselves. So when I got oh, in wow. that thing, I was like, I'm like, this is in 99, driving this thing. I was like, let's get out of this parking lot and let's really open this up. <laughs> We opened it up, and that thing hauled, hauled. Oh, and good. Uh, unfortunately, back then, they, uh, as we've probably heard the story, they've crushed the cars, but um, now they're coming yeah. back strong with the Bolt, and uh, they're now, uh, I'm hearing other brands in the GM fleet are going to inevitably electrify also, but... Once I had that, I had the bug. I just, I was like, this is, this is just, I got to do this. So uh, I've been doing it. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. And um, I wrote a couple of books on it, you know, Build Your Own Electric Vehicle with McGraw-Hill. And then the car companies just start saying, you want to try the cars? (laughs) One thing led to another. It was very perpetual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're an influencer in the space. That's great. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I just keep keep on driving them, and I got more tests. To, I'm uh, about to reveal the uh, Lexus UX hybrid I test drove, um, and which was delicious. And there's a bunch of other ones that are coming out soon. But um, you know, there's so many new cars coming out on the line. It's just. It, it, it's mesmerizing. Hyundai, Kia, uh, Ford. Ford just announced the uh, Ford Escape has a plug-in hybrid now. They did this quietly. Really? Yeah, they did it like a Beyonce announcement. They just kind of announced it. <laughs> they did, yeah, you know, like when she did her album. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. What am I going to tell you? But they just they just announced Ford Escape's got a plug-in hybrid. Uh, for the escape, and I know that they're coming out with other ones, which I can't I tell. I have a question <laughs> yeah. about the plug-in electricity. Is there a universal plug for all the cars, or do you have to yes. go to a Ford plug-in, or a this plug-in, or a that plug-in? It's uh, universal, right? It's universal. These are great questions. Universal, however, when you go to a Tesla, they make it like Apple, so you have to have like an adapter. <laughs> to be able to use their plug. Oh, trust me, I know. So um, to be able to get to use a Tesla plug, if you're not a Tesla uh, driver, I think it's about 160 bucks, and you can attach it to your your charger or your outlet, and it will connect 
it will allow you to fast charge on a Tesla. Fast okay. charger. Um, but most of the time nowadays, like even I'm, and I guess I'll pitch this too, uh, that we're in New York. I'm in New York. Like for example, the New York Power Authority plans to launch fast chargers up and down the New York State Thruway. They're going to be pumping 200 million into fast charging, and they're only charging like, yeah, and they're only charging eight bucks a clip, eight bucks to fill up, eight dollars. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Huh. Literally, and I've done it so many times on the on the throughway already with uh, a couple of their locations, but they're planning on doing it like going to Binghamton, going to Buffalo, you know, Thank up you. and down. Yes. Oh, I. Yes. Better be for so Syracuse. How long? Yeah, how long um, does a, a full tank of electricity um, last? The car normally, like a normal um, four seater or a, a small SUV. I mean, yeah. The, the well, let's see. The Tesla. If if we're going to go Tesla, they, they're um, they can go over between two hundred and eighty-five to three hundred plus miles on those cars. Um, the plug in a hybrid. Eight bucks a charge. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the only thing is you can't charge a plug in hybrid there. Like those uh, volts or uh, anything with gas and electric, you have to use a slow charger. Because, uh, But like if it's purely electric, you can use a fast charger. So Tesla can use it. I say, it, you know, they, they say it could take, let's say, 45 minutes, assuming, mind you, you're at zero. If you're at zero, like okay, you go so in there, you're dragging in. Yeah, no, no question. Por- yeah, yeah po- Porsche is working on that. They want to double the the uh, the speed. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to increase it so that so inevitably the goal is is to increase the speed of fast charging so that. Um, It'll be as simple as a gas, as filling up a gas car. So it'll be minutes. Because you you got to pay seven for forty. That's an extra hour on your trip. So that you know, it's it's getting there. I mean, if more and more people would purchase electric cars, then yes. there would be more of a a push to really get the the prices down. Oh, excuse me, the the length of time for a charge to go down. Yeah. I mean, forty five yeah. minutes. The car companies have to be in on it too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the car companies are starting to get in on discussing increasing fast charging rates so that you can basically go there, fill up on a car, mm-hmm. and and run, you know, like just like you do when you go to Mobile, Exxon, Shell, or whatever. So they're working on it. Um, but I like telling people when I whenever I went to fill up uh, a car, um, it's like, you go in, you go to the bathroom, you grab yourself a, a hot cup of coffee and a, and, a, and a bagel, you walk out to the car and it's almost fully juiced. Because, mind you, 85% of the charge gets into the car in 15 minutes. That's a given. That's a given. And they want to get that down, like I said, Porsche wants to get that down to about seven and a half, maybe five, you know, five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's so even does, quicker. Does Mercedes have a 100% uh, electric car? 
They're no. working on the smart car. No, not yet. They they were gonna. They did one. They canceled it because it didn't do well. It wasn't performing well. But now they're stepping yeah. up. Now they're stepping up. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, when you have disruptors in the market like Tesla, people are stepping up left and right. Um, even BMW started saying we're you know they they got to push further too on this. Um, they have both. They have the electric and the gas. I've seen. I have friends. That yeah. Have, uh, yeah. That's great. Yep, they got them. So let's let now that we got through this 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 wonderful discussion about cars because I know you're a car buff, and everybody here knows now M's a car buff, ladies and gentlemen. Emmy, let's be yeah, clear. Exactly. Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's get in. Enough about me. Let's talk about you for a second, just for a second, okay? Um, how how did you get into the whole modeling thing back when when I would see you on the on the mags way way back when i mean my gosh i've been a fan since way back so i'm like going back to the beginning like how did how did you get into modeling and how did you break through i'm so curious i fell in i fell into the business i was an athlete in college uh syracuse and i was told for years i was an, an nbc reporter before modeling and i you know, somebody said to me that there was uh, an industry called full-figured modeling. And I just like that. And I was born a size 12. I was very athletic. And yep. I remember looking at an on-flight magazine uh, for a marketing uh, – I was a marketing director for a real estate firm after being a reporter. And um, I saw the whole article about what full-figured modeling is. And I said, geez, you know, if I could have another income source, uh, another stream <laughs> – wouldn't right. that be good? I mean, I'm, I fit the description. I, I Let's just see. Yes. So I went in on the lunch hour, didn't call anybody. We didn't have cell phones back then, which is really archaic right, right now. But um, I, they were like, we'd like to work with you immediately. And I worked with them for about six months, and then I jumped over to Ford Models. And, and really the rest was I just worked and worked and worked um, and yep. started yep. as a reporter seeing that there was an issue not just about size. It really had nothing to do with size. It was more of a woman's issue on how we were being fed what beauty was through yep. advertising, through yep. billboards, through what the imagery was seen. It was very whitewashed at the time, and, and there were very few, uh, you know, textured skin colors and darker and, and yep. freckled yep. and red hair. And, you know, it was an Asian beauties. And I, I just was like, okay, well, this is interesting, but it was, photographers didn't want to shoot us because they – just didn't know how to shoot someone that wasn't real thin. Um, and there was a okay. problem in our industry where there was anorexia, such in a rampant proportion, um, yeah. yeah. and the majority of American women, uh, 100 million strong, are above a size 14 or above a size 12, That's and they're right. having a hard time trying to find clothing. I said, I got to, you know, I really loved being a reporter and seeing it from the inside out. I started just talking on CNN and ABC, NBC, CBS and stuff. And just just about my observations. And, and as I started doing more and more research and, and aligning with NPD research and, and principles in the data field, you start putting things together and digging a little deeper and you think, wow, this is, there is a real disconnect with who we are and what we're seeing. Yep. And yep. you know, I, I think there's just you know, a lot of 
a lot of sadness and a lot of body discomfort and um, dysmorphism with men and women looking at themselves and having such a distorted image, self-image, and it affects your body image. It affects what jobs you're going for, what relationships you're going for, yeah. and just being yeah. on this earth. So yeah. I, I agree. It's been a very fulfilling career. Really, it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, you've led a uh, how do I put it a nation strong on this on this movement. I mean, as you said, the majority of women in this country are are, are size twelve or fourteen or or, or within that range or above yeah. or and and we need to be showing way back when I was like why am I just seeing and I hate to use the word and I I love women don't get me wrong but why am I just seeing sticks I I, I would just say that why am I seeing sticks this is nuts <laughs> not everybody I know is a women. stick well, I, 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 I know women, women. Yeah, go ahead. It's hard. It's hard for women that are six foot and trying to stay and maintain a size zero um, dress size. I mean, that's where a lot of the yeah. disconnect was. And there's one to two percent of the population around the world that can fit into that. And I have friends, not too many, but I have a couple that that really have a voracious appetite. Their metabolisms are really, really high, and they're right. very, very thin. And I, you know, it 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 takes your breath away because you're like, my goodness gracious. But you know, the the point is, seriously, Seth, there should be diversification. Whether you're very thin, whether you're curvy, whether you're in between, that's reflected in what clothes to buy, what beauty products to wear, yes. Um, yes. just to reflect more of who we are. And Ethnicity, hello, we're not all one way. We're all diversified, yeah. and that's the that's beauty right. of our country. So, oh, yeah. You know, it's, we're a melting it's pot. Just, we're a melting pot. Yeah. Oh, and that's what America's all about. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, um, it's always being on top of and working with the Model Alliance uh, so that the modeling industry, the acting industry, uh, entertainment industry is safer for younger models or just models in general, um, for perpetrators and people just being crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of that's happening. A lot of that's coming out. A lot is, uh, you know, people are becoming more accountable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing for women and and, and men, too. I mean, as we've seen with, and I'm not going to mention names, but, uh, you know, it, it happens for both sexes. You know, yes, uh, men and women are, are both get um, horrible Correct. things, and you know, and it's it's good to have. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna even take a step back. It's great to have people like you in the middle of the industry saying we can do better mm-hmm. for our clients. If you look at it well, as, a, as a as a smart business, <clears throat> your clients are the ones that buy. And if they're not, if 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 your market space is is buying X size, but you're selling Y, they're not going to buy your clothes. So why and not open up? <laughs> yeah, a massive massive problem. And and I I feel I I see it, and I see it all the time, and I think it's it's horrific. Um, I was pleased beyond belief 
to see, and and that's why I went nuts over it on on Instagram with you. But like this this brand Chromat, yeah, um, yeah, Chromat. And Ashley Graham. Graham doing is a great great job. She is pulling that rope, working hard, looking gorgeous, and using her voice. So yes, Chromat um, is stepping out and really talking strongly about inclusivity and when you do the runway uh, with this group, with Becca McSharon uh, Tran, she makes a point to really have the most diversified runway um, in the marketplace. It's so much fun. It yeah. really is. Yeah. It's a really cool vibe to be in her show. Oh, I bet. I, I felt it. I, I mean, and I'm just watching – the videos or the 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 uh, pictures that you showed or wherever, but you could tell everybody there was like, this is something big. This is something mm-hmm. that's going to be better for everybody because now, and it's like everybody who was walking the the runway, it was like, I'm representing this segment of the market. You can get clothes yeah. for yourself now. And it was just very I, – I felt like these women were empowered wearing these this Echo clothing. And it's from Ocean Plastic. I was, like, bored. Isn't that, that cool? Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. And I'm going yeah. to drop the glo- – I'm going to go hockey now. I'm going to go hockey now. I'm going to drop the gloves. Victoria's Secret, step up! <laughs> Step up! Step up! I know. Because it's all about that supply chain, and I'm with you a thousand percent on that. If they just started buying it and started supplying it, people would buy it. And they and then Victoria's Secret stands around going, "Our business isn't doing well. Why?" Yeah. Uh, You check. We've got a raw recycling program, which is going to be really, really cool. Um, Good. And because women have to wear bras, right? And women don't throw away their bras. They keep them, even the old ones. And so um, myself and Kathleen Kirkwood are going to be working on a bra recycling program where all the metal, all the foam, all the the content um, is going to be, you know, yeah, all the the vendors of products having to do with bras We'll have these big receptacles um, where women oh, will come and take oh. their old bras, and then they're going to go and get new. So it's a win-win for everybody. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have bra recycling. Oh, my God. I will be writing that story. Oh, bra re- That's a big thing. I mean, my wife, I see all the bras that are kept and all the ones that inevitably the ones that get thrown out, and I'm like – that's a lot of clothing. That's a lot of metal. That's a lot of clothing. It's already been picked cotton. You know, when you think about the sustainable factors of of what we as individuals, not only just the um, the people who the manufacturers, designers, if we can just reuse our Ziploc, um, you know, sandwich bags or gallon hmm. bags over and over and over until it gets like all right, I've got to get rid of this one, or you use your tinfoil over and over again, not just one use, um, and not maybe just two uses. When you use all your plastic bags from shopping, um, oh. you use them for all the liners of your, your bathroom, bedroom, guest room, whatever, and then you, or you just opt in for the paper bags 
and then each time that you're done with shopping, you fold it up nicely, you put it to the side, and you bring the same paper bags back to your to I go to Trader Joe's, and I bring it back. Nice. And go, you know, more people are starting to bring their brown paper bags. Yep. And during the holiday, I turn the bag inside out, I cut it, and use it as wrapping paper and do um, designs with watercolors or crayons on the outside. So it's real personal, and it's reusing something that's already, what is it, post-consumer um, yep. material. Yep, post-consumer waste. So, yep. Yep. That's right. So it's, it makes me feel really good. I love ribbon. I love trimmings, and I love doing the wrapping. Cool. But when you start, even with tissue paper, I yep. say yep. all my tissue paper when people give it to me, and it, and it really just makes sense because the, the wood of the tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to just throw this out. So, you know, it's every little, and you cannot try to be perfect. I read that somewhere about the It's not about movement. being perfect. Yes. No, it's trying, right? It's a yes. good point. I thought that was so good. Just try. Try, yep. you know, making sure that with if you have water sprinklers, Instead of it being at 100% blast, bring it back to 50% and for a shorter amount of time. Just do it's it. simple. Make sure yeah. there's no rub. It could go on and on and on and on. And then you start thinking the impact of only your, your actions. You show your kids. You're mentoring your children. You're telling them, right. <laughs> you know, you're going to go to school and you're going to have reused tinfoil, they're going to be like, instead of complaining, saying, oh, I don't want that. They go, yeah, I, I'm doing that. They might complain a little bit because, you know, reused sandwich bags is not the greatest thing for kids when they see other kids not have to do No, they go, mom, why did you do that? <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm because my daughter, I remember, I with um, jars that you, you know, your, your pickle jars or your yeah. olive jars or whatever, I would recycle yeah. them and keep them. And then when she would go to school, I would give her, like, I don't know, whatever it was, and I would put the top on. She goes, Mom, you're doing the jars then again? I go, yes. <laughs> I am. I can hear, hear it, too. Oh, Mom, are you giving me the jar again? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. But you, you get all the grief you can. That's fine. No problem. It's all cool. Because after yeah. a while, when you're just being consistent and you do it and you just you practice what you're teaching, you do it, actually, um, you start to see that your kids will start automatically doing certain things or they'll think twice. Really, you, you, That's can, all you it can't is. make somebody yep. do something but if you yourself are doing it, that has to be good enough. And then, you know, work with the positive. If they're going to be doing something sustainable, anything, just applaud them. Don't go to the negative. You're not doing this. You're not doing that because you'll push someone away from that. So That's right. Yeah, That's right. A lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people get to um, what I call um, stringent or strict about what you must and must not do. And I'm more on like what you were talking about because I believe in multiplicity, uh, which is what Albert Einstein talks about, that it's mm-hmm. not just one person. It's not just me, and I always talk about this. 
It's not about me doing everything. I can't. I'm one person, oh and we talked about this. I can't do everything. Teamwork makes so, a dream work. Amen. Amen. So for, for imagine if 100 million people in this country started to do something different. It doesn't have yep. to be perfect. Just a little different than they did before. It would have such a difference in this country. So when people go out, like you go to Trader Joe's, some people go to Whole Foods, I go to uh, Down the Hill, this it used to be called Mrs. Green's, now it's called Green's. Um, if we start buying product, like you talk about, like you just start buying 7th Generation or you start buying Method for cleaning or you buy the right foods or whatever, the prices come down. It happens by default. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it, it's yeah. part of the free market. It happens, it, and people don't want to believe it, happen. but it happens. And but you know, if we got people to go and take a walk every Sunday and brought their families and got them yeah. outside without any of the electronics, and I really mean yeah. going and hiking and getting you know gear to to so that you're hydrated, you have great snacks, and That's you right. get the joy of nature into your blood. Go camping. Learn how to sleep on the ground. Then that's when you actually have an invested interest because you see and you feel the joy being around the water, being near the ocean, being near um, the mountains and being in the desert, being in the, the, you know, all the different terrain that we have. Then when you start doing something a little different for your own self, our bodies are reflective of the earth. The earth will repair itself so quickly if we all just do our part. Our bodies are unbelievable in the healing when we finally sit down and say, okay, I am done banging my head against the wall with the same mm-hmm. actions that I'm doing, and I'm saying, why am I not better? Well, <laughs> have you been drinking enough water? Are you drinking no, no more sodas? Are you right. walking right. your body like it's a physical thing? Our bodies will heal. So quickly, if we just change one, two, or three things and just try, that's the body of our life, you know, our life with all the disease that we're having, all that stuff. Our our earth is reflective of this. So if we're not connect bodies, people living from the neck up, that's where my body of work, it is focused on the human existence as a human soul, a soul in a human body. We are soulful beings in this body. We better take care of it. It's the only vehicle that we have. It's our car for a lifetime. So the earth is reflective of the same thing. We walk on it. We drive on it. We take fruits and vegetables from it. But if we're not in it and playing in it, doing snowball fights in it, skiing, kayaking, canoeing, whatever, hiking, if we're not connected to it, we will not care about it at no. all. Nope. Someone else nope. will take care of it. No, it's our responsibility. When you see it. so when Toby was very, very young, mm-hmm. um, I'm so not passionate about this, right? So when No, Toby, not at all. Just, no, 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 you're not no. <laughs> no, no, no. So when Toby no. was really young, we I was um down at the Jersey Shore and I she would wake up really early in the morning. Do you have kids yet? 
Oh, I have two boys. Yes, yes one's in college and one's uh, in high school. Yep. Okay, yep. so you, you uh, congratulations, that's wonderful. Thank you. So yep. when they were very young, remember when they would get up at like five thirty, six o'clock, and they would be oh, yeah. on? Oh, yeah. Ready, ready, ready. So when <laughs> I was down at the shore, I took our, our, our beach towels and put them around our necks and had them like cakes. And we would run and do laps because we, my, I was born with a lot of energy and Toby was as well. So I understood how to really get our tires. And so we would run and skip and pick up shells. And then I started seeing early in the morning the guys with the big turners where they would take all the trash and it would go behind them. And, and it made I go, you know what I'm going to do? I called Toby a pickup princess, and I was the pickup queen. And we would have these plastic bags of, you know, stuff, and we would hold it, and she would say, pick up queen, here's something for you. And I'd say, pick up princess, here's something for you. So at the end of us running around having fun, the guy who drove these big machines on the beach, he'd say, hello, pick up princess, how are you today? Because I told him, I told him one time, we were there for a couple weeks, and she felt so filled with the steam um, as a little kid that he goes, okay, pick a princess, I'm going to turn off the engine, you can put all your stuff in the back, let's put the whole bag back there, and she would shake it out, all the stuff would come, he goes, wow, Wow. you have the earth, this was great, I said, my God, we could do this together, all of us. Imagine if when you're could, walking right, in if, the city, pick up you. something that's in your way. Don't go that's out right. of your way. Just in your car. pick it up. No, nah, pick it up, and there's plenty of trash bins now in the city, in a, in most cities. So you, you'll you'll find a trash bin very quickly. Yeah, I know. It it it's simple things. It's really, I try to explain people that it the easiest things are the simple things, and it's just. It stares you sometimes right in the face. You don't even realize it. Like I say to people, they'll say to me, my house is cold. And they'll stand by the front door. Right. Or you'll stand by the front door and you'll feel a breeze. And I'll go, well, you have a draft from your front door. Really? Yeah. And you know you can go to Home Depot and get something just for like a couple of bucks little lining in there, and it will seal the whole thing up. No. So I would go, I would go, yeah, you know, you go to, you go to Home Depot or you go to Lowe's or whatever, you go, you put the thing in the, on the door and it seals it up. It's nothing. It costs like, I think I paid, I said, I'll pay, I'll pick it up because they bought dinner. So I'll pick it up for you. I'll come to your house and I'm going to put this on the wall and then you can see what you could do with the rest of your house. So I did this for the door, closed the door. They're like, Seth, how much does that cost? I don't know. Three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. Oh my God! You're saving us. Yeah. And it's like just a little thing. So imagine if imagine if a hundred million people started resealing or fixing their 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 air, the air coming in, so it wasn't hot or cold in the the right you know in the wrong wind, uh, season, so that mm-hmm. you know if it. Right. If it's cool in the house, it's cool in the house. It's not hot in the house. Um, if it's cold outside, it's warm inside, and it's not freezing inside. Right. All those kinds of things are, are essential, and those are just little things. And imagine, you know, another one, too, I always tell people, um, you should just sit down and say, yes, my name is, and 
I have an under-insulated attic because the majority of attics in this in this country are under-insulated. Right. Um, they were meant for energy so what codes. What insulation would you suggest to use? Which insulation? Yeah. Like material, or what kind of insulation would you suggest? Well, guess what? I just found an insulation company that's breaking into the United States called Havelock. What is it? Wool. Bats of wool insulation. Wool. 100% wool. Wow. I put it in for a test. I opened the box and left it in on my dining room table to see if it was going to mess with any anybody, right? Just to see if anybody was going to get a, a reaction from it. Nothing. No reaction. No nothing. This was with an open bat of wool insulation in my on my in the dining room. Nothing. Is nobody it recycled sweaters or like you know what? Is, is it? It's not. They don't take it directly from the animal. No, it's um, it's it's extra whatever when they're shaving off wool to do sweaters and stuff like that. It's it, it's that, or if it's if they shed, they don't like forcefully grab the the, the sh- uh, and and shave it. I mean, these are yeah, just yeah. Uh, um, normal. Oh, it's so wool. warm! It's unreal. That's great. Yeah, so, I wonder, so, you know, uh, and. It's, line your walls, you could line your attic, it's great. That's that sounds yeah. very interesting. Yeah, and I just remembered uh which I loved about it was I remember my my uh aunt and uncle used to go to Ireland all the time and they come back with these wool sweaters. <laughs> They'd be warm you know, and I went to school in Albany. You went to Syracuse, I went to Albany, so I was like, Oh my god, this is great, I'm getting another wool sweater. So when I heard yeah. about wool insulation, I was like, I'm in. So I put it yeah. in, and it is it was easy to handle. It didn't affect, like it didn't break my hands out into like, you know, uh, because there yeah. was nastiness yeah. in it. Nothing. It was just pure wool, pure wool, wow. made into bats, wow. made into like lines of, you know, like thick insulation. And you just put that in the, the in, and it was safe. I didn't need gloves. Imagine being yeah. able to go into your insulate. Imagine being able to go to your attic, and it, you can breathe because it's just yes. wool. I mean, that's, uh, right. that's the future. That's the future. So there's that. There's um, some people I know are even doing uh, jeans. They're taking yes. old jeans. They're cutting that up and they're spraying yep. that all over the place. Um, yeah. Or you could do foam. I've seen foam. But um, I love the jeans one, and this wool thing has got me, like, going. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Well, with all the landfills that are going on over in uh, in, in um, eastern in Asia, I yes. mean, we don't need to – I mean, that is, that, is, that is wasted cellulose. That's wasted mm. natural fiber. It kills me. Kills me. Yep. Just yep. Yep. recycle yep. it, just like we're going to be doing with the bras. Kathleen Kirkwood, we're going to be doing a bra I, recycling program. I can't program. wait. Oh, I, yeah. I'm totally going to writing about this. I am so writing about this. This is going to be my call to action for May and June. <laughs> Women, That's recycle great. your bras. <laughs> <laughs> 
with M. I love this. Well, talk to me. I'll this give is... you. Um, I'll do an introduction to you to Kathleen. Um, we're going to be launching this. Earth Day, we're doing something in Times Square. So you're in. You're near the area, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'll, I can come down to Times okay. Square. Sure. I'll keep you. Sure. Keep you in the loop. I'm but, just um, so excited that M, ladies and gentlemen, let's just put this clear. M is fighting against yes. ocean plastics in the right way by putting it on women, by using ocean plastics and creating a power with it, recycling it, re- yep. getting better products onto your bodies and doing the right thing for yourself. And I've always been supportive of that. And, and, and you know, to hear you doing this after being such a fan for all these years, it's like, I know I picked the right person <laughs> to watch, to watch <laughs> oh, and look at. That's so sweet. I, you know, we thank you. I we didn't talk about ocean like we. I know Chromat is doing the you know, really raising awareness about um, ocean plastics. But when you yeah. just Google ocean plastics and what happens to whales, what happens to dolphins, mm. what happens to our our fisheries, what happens yep. to to coral reefs. Um, you know, we, we, once again, if you've never gone snorkeling or you've never really gotten a chance to go underwater and right. see the world that's underneath there, you're missing you've got so no much idea. Yep. Of, this, yep. of, of this earth. And when we just throw willy-nilly, you know, beer can holders, I mean, they've got to stop making these things. They just have to. Yes. And the, the syringes, when you walk on the beach, I mean, seeing all oh, the, God, the medical trees, it's horrible. So, it is horrible. It is horrible. It, I'm starting it, to see, I, yeah. I'm, I was just going to say, I'm starting to see some companies now are finally uh, creating no plastic six packs. So Good. it's, uh, they're, 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 Connected together, I guess, by something, by glue or something, or something. Well, but they're not. They're, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, now they're even. There's a. Uh, I just got a story recently where they're creating plastics that will be part of the, you know, like that from the six pack. But instead of it, it's going to be edible for the fish. So it's if they throw That's it right. out and it, it lands in the water, you, the fish can eat it. And it's good for them versus it being, uh, uh, you know, something that's going to kill these, these, these fish, which is nuts, which is nuts. We're just throwing out plastic and not caring. And then, you know, when you go order sushi and they say we can't have it, <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> well, you know, it's all about compassion and self-compassion. It has to start Amen. from the home. It has to start within the self. So if yes. there's more work done on what, you know, our our own level of health, our own accountability, our own way that we want to tick, the, our own groups of friends that we have and, and, and places right. that we want to buy products from, it comes from us. It doesn't yep. come from outside of us. So when we get no. big enough and there's enough people that say, wait a minute, you know, I, I when we feel better about ourselves, we're going to feel we're going to want to feel better about our bodies and about our earth. And there's Amen. going to be much less just thrown in, in, 
you know, either in fields, landfills, or in the ocean that, that is harmful because people will think twice when they really, right. truly understand their mortality. It's, a, it's an end date. There's an end date on every single person. You don't want to have that come too early for the whole experience no, of don't. Earth. You know, like the no, problem. we don't. Nope. I have to do one thing while we're still talking. Ladies and gentlemen, we might be going off the air soon, So, but the best part about Blog Talk Radio is we're going to keep talking, and you're going to be able to hear it afterwards. So thank you for listening, and Em and I are going to continue talking, and you'll get this on the after show. <laughs> As we were yeah, saying. So follow me, follow me on Supermodel Emmy, E-M-M-E, Emmy. It's yeah, Supermodel Emmy on Instagram. That's Emmy, great. you got it. You got it. Well, I'm going to make sure everybody follows you. I've got you tagged onto a picture already. Um, I will be promoting this st- this interview, and uh, I'm so excited to hear about uh, your recycling program. I'm very, very, oh, I very. I really keep you in the loop with that. I, I really, it would be nice to carry the conversation forward with people that are doing new and interesting things and you being able to push that out. That would be um, that'd be I'm really in. fun. I mean I would love I I wanna see electric in cars and if anybody wants to talk to me about being a spokesperson for that, I would love to see that. I would love to see that happen. You got it. Absolutely well we will we will be uh, pushing your program your efforts because you're you're helping lead this and you know, I realized as I started uh, researching, a l- digging a little bit more into you that, you know, from your rowing days, that that has uh, brought your affinity for nature uh, forward, um, that, you know, you've always been an, a nature person, and it, 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 yeah. it started from way back when. And, it, you know, you never hear about these little things about people until you start to just <laughs> dig in a little bit more. And it's right. just a pleasure to hear, to see, to read that, like, uh, uh, separate and distinct. Like, oh, she's loved it because she's been a rower, no wonder, and she was invited to I've the Olympics. I've been Olympics. for eight years, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and, 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 and if you were invited to try out, you had to have been doing this way beforehand. So you've been in a, had an affinity for water since way back when. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Who knew? I didn't know. You knew? No, I didn't know. Well, let's talk about this stuff. Come on. <laughs> so it was just, it's just a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have somebody like you uh, leading the way in so many ways. I mean, you're, you're, you're leading in fashion. You're now leading on, on great causes like recycling now, and you're leading on, on saving the oceans with the plastic. And it's like, oh, my God. You're doing more than people know, and my job is to get that out there for you. You know, that's that's what I love Thank doing. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you. Listen, I, uh, I wish you good luck, and we'll talk soon, and I'll keep you in the loop yes. with the, the cycling. I'll give, I'll give you a little heads up when that's going to happen, and Looking it'll be nice to meet Okay. Yeah, I will come down to Times Square. I'll do whatever you got me to do. I'm, I'm good, because anything that... Uh, is supporting that those good efforts. I'm behind a thousand percent. Excellent. You know, yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah. All right, Jack, All right. I'll talk to you later. You got it. You got it. 
ladies and gentlemen, Emmy, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, it's been, it's been, this has been, this is like. Uh, I love it. I love it. And 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 my 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 plastic recycling plastic model. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Green Living Guy, one small step at a time. Today we got to talk to Supermodel Emmy. Oh my God, breathing, breathing, breathing. Well, what a great show we had. One small step at a time. We'll have other interviews. Thank you again, folks, and uh, peace. <laughs>